keys and started unloading. So now it's uh, all day today has been initial setup. Apparently there's priorities. My wife made sure to set up the entire kitchen. Yeah. I made sure to set up the TV, internet, and my <laughs> office desk. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I'm I'm surprised that you're actually like set up and ready for this. It's yeah. <laughs> it's, kind of well, impressed. I have I have this is my makeshift station. It's just like my MacBook Pro and my fucking blue microphone. So I can literally even when I was over at my uh, brother-in-law's office, this is was my setup. So yeah, we're we're, we're nice. You guys are gonna see each other sometime. <laughs> That's the the plan. Dope. I just I think I just puked into the mic when you said that. I know, right? This <laughs> out of excitement. Out of excitement. I th- I think it's out of a hangover. Oh, so just coincidentally, when like, I said like that, the hangover- you also were in the middle of having to burp. Like the hangover two or the first like the- one. Uh, I There's a third the first one, isn't there? One, I th- I think there is a third one, but we don't talk there? about the third one. Is the okay, third one the bad fair. one? I thought the third one was a good one, and there was a fourth one also that was like... I don't know about fourth oh. I just know the second one was just like, okay, you guys are trying to rehash it, but this time it's in Thailand, so we'll give <laughs> yes. you that, right? Like, okay. But then the, by the third one was a little, like, eye-rolly. Yeah, I mean, this... So, I mean, they're so all this... eye-rolly, but... <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty bad, but the first one had a, like... When that certain, shit came out, though, yeah, so, yeah, a certain thing to it when it first showed up that Zach, that early Zach Galifianakis and Ed Helms. It's like a so dude's where's my car kind of thing, where it's like sort of dumb in a way, but also like who who's doing this, you know? Yep. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> Well, it's a little more believable than dudes. Dude, where's no? My car. I know, but I'm just saying, like, sort of absurd, what? like an abs- really absurd premise that you like shove through. Like that sounds like a sketch that they made into a movie. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, for sure. So we, that's we like a, cha- a challenging oh. thing to write into a film. Uh, that's all. You went to Vegas and now you're all fucking hungover. Whoa, what happened? <laughs> Last thing I did in Vegas, I got so fucked up, I bought a hundred Gex shirt. <laughs> That's dope, though. Fuck That's yeah. so cool. It That's is pretty so cool. cool. I was, I was gonna get the bungle one, but they were sold out. So I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'll do a hundred gex because that was a that was a pretty entertaining performance. I'll say that for a fucking festival." Man, I hated their earlier albums so much, mm-hmm. but that last album they put out was like, it's just hilarious. There's some, there's some bangers on it for con- like, like even the beats and shit. You're just like, all right, all right. Yep, yep. I mean, it's obnoxious all the way through. There's no stopping the fact that that's an annoying album, but like, it's fun. Uh, live, they sound the same. Like, they just keep that vocal like modulation on. Like, the and they have different. Time. Well, they have. You could tell they have different mics for sure, yeah. whatever thing, like whatever difference they have on it. Like, and they're all taped different colors. But yeah, throughout, even when they're like talking to the crowd, it's still like that. Like, whoa, hilarious. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Rad. <laughs> hey. I wish I would have seen it. That reminds me. This is As It Worse in 311. And uh, it's a podcast that we do sometimes. This time it's the end of the month. And we're going to talk about all the exciting music that came out this month that I subjected myself to in a short period of time. I have a hangover. Cool. Happy birthday, hangover. <laughs> Happy birthday. This is the hangover. Is it worse? Is it worse than the hangover? Three eleven. Part edition. three. 
Part 311. Part 311 edition. <laughs> uh, where do we start, guys? Where do we start? Did anybody like anything? I did. I liked a lot of it. God damn it. Fuck you, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Perry, did you like any of this shit? I barely got to listen to most of it, so... Aw, <clears throat> oh, damn it. That's hilarious. I'm here, I'm here for the seat fill and uh, comedy background. Although Hell I did yeah. get to hear a couple albums, so... Okay, fine then, Robert. Let's go and let's <laughs> Wait, talk about Wait, what did Perry how... listen to? What did Perry listen to? What, what uh, albums Apex did you Twin, to? Post okay, Malone, yeah. Yeah, oh, and yeah. a couple other ones to... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I skipped Post Malone. I was like, nope, that's, I didn't do that episode. Oh, I, I'm not listening oh, to the album. That's fucking hilarious because I was gonna throw. I was literally just attempting to throw Mad Shade at you over the fucking Post Malone album because it has the same fucking structure of every fucking album you posted this month. <laughs> it starts off and it's like, here's my acoustic guitar. Oh, acoustic, dude. Uh, but like, it's awful. You know, it's like, is it's, he a it's rapper? So well, so Perry, you didn't do the episode, right? Of what? No, you no, two Perry did. The, did. You did the post Malone. Yeah, That's why I'm saying I, I didn't did. listen Robert, to post Malone. Perry, Perry, do you remember? I'm sorry, Perry. I was addressing you, and then I and then I distracted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was addressing you though because I had a question, and then I was like, wait a second, Robert, you didn't do the episode. So sorry, I, I uh, you know, I just was shocked for a second. There was shock that came out of me. Um, shock and awe. What? Who was the person that basically said that, like three albums from now, Post Malone's not going to be rapping at all, and he's just going to be dancing on stage and singing songs? Fucking. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. Was, but, but like <laughs> yeah. that was like a thing. Is that like mm-hmm. when Post Malone first started, and he was doing that sort of like Texas fucking overly auto tuned rap style with like a little bit of pop that like a good portion of the rap community was like, "Yo, this dude's just fucking." This is bullshit. Like this is this guy's just faking so fucking hard. And like three albums from now, it's gonna be fucking Taylor Swift or fucking Garth Brooks, you know. And sure enough, this is like it was kind of on the last album that he made. But this album is like, you kids know how to play guitar. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and he just doubles down on the goat-like vibrato. Wow, 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 yeah. wow, wow. Uh, except yeah. he as some there's there's more clean goat vibrato well somebody one. did some good mixing that's all i have to say <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> the uh the goat uh the uh what, what do they call it um uh, what is it what do they call it with the goat the auto-tune the goat sound trouble? yeah yeah throat trouble Blart? no i can't think of it anyway that whole thing, it just, it does sound fucking cleaner on this album. And it just made me laugh and laugh and laugh. And then he really loves the Novocaine concept, concept because he has that Nova candy. No, Nova track. candy, yeah. 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 <laughs> what the fuck, yeah. dude? It's just really you know, funny that it, he, he starts the album off and it's like, <laughs> yeah, like Bleat. whispery singing. It's bleeding. Bleeding, you know? like a goat. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is go. what that's what you mean by the goat thing. I thought you were just yeah. saying, all right. Anyway, sorry, yeah, Robert, you didn't listen to this guy and you didn't miss anything at all. Uh, there's a couple pop too, like that Nova Candy song's like a pop song. Like I just, uh, okay, uh, uh. the whole album was ridiculous. I just skipped <laughs> through up. it 
every time I'd be like, I made sure to hear the first verse in the chorus and be like, well, that's that. <laughs> it's not going to yeah. change much. <laughs> I was excited to see that Aphex Twin put out an EP. That was that was cool. That was, yeah, it was fine. It was not very impressive for Aphex Twin. No, sure, but, but it was definitely something that uh, I'd still rather enjoyed right in. like listening to. Yeah, because it was definitely an Aphex Twin. It's but, like almost straightforward ambient style, but with more drum. In some, like some of the like fast complexity of his drum that he likes to intersperse. Yeah, yeah, but it still comes off as like ambient. And I don't mean like ambient music. I mean like ambient techno, ambient electronic. Because mm-hmm. there's a difference. But they just call them both ambient. <gasps> no. Right? right? They do just call them both ambient, though. Is it all they? EDM just I, I techno? I think so, yeah. Is it, is it, yes. uh, I work with this dude. Fuck, I don't know what fucking name he goes by, but he does like bass music, like dub bass. And uh, he put out like a remix just the other day. I'm talking to him. He'll be like, oh man, you got like, are you talking like progressive bass, techno, dub, tech, <laughs> inspired dance hall fucking. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck Infused. are you talking And you can like break it down. <laughs> You know, like, he can totally break it down. He can tell you what the fuck is happening. And he can even be like, yeah, well, they're using, you know, the Occam beat on that. So that's a little more break beat. And, like, it could be it's kind of jungle. But, like, you know, we're talking older stuff. So, like, it, it has a little bit of that, like, two-step dub. And, like, goddamn, dude, I, uns, 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 okay? Uh, I kind of get what he's saying. Yeah, passionate. Too, I know. Yeah. No, it's dope, though. I wish I knew his name was shit. So I could tell you to go listen to it because it's just it's a I think it's like a little peep remix or something. He likes doing that. He's just, you know Gen Z. This 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 is also the person that was quoted as saying, uh, "I was born after 9/11. I missed all the cool shit." Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, my god. dude's woke. <laughs> That's incredible, dude. That's incredible. It's next level stuff. That's. Oh man, that's the kind of comedy that like somebody says in like a comic now. Just I'd get canceled for saying that. Like, no, you wouldn't. (laughs) Absolutely would not. Pretty much any time you're saying I like I'd get canceled for saying that, you're either just trying to rile somebody up by mentioning cancel culture, which is just sad, or like you're very racist. You're racist. Yeah, probably racist. Probably, probably both. Probably, yeah. probably some dog whistle fucking shit. Porque yeah. no las dos. <laughs> uh, Perry, did you have anything else you liked? Uh, not entirely. I mean, uh, I'm trying to remember what else I skimmed through, but everything. Let's, I don't think anything truly stuck out. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there will be a few that you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I did listen to that." Robert, See, yeah, yep. <laughs> what'd you like, buddy? Well, so which, which I po- ones? I posted uh, Zero Eye Roll just for you because I felt like this month was so I I was glancing that shit through, was so good it was so good I was looking through the um the really long one on Consequence of Sound of the releases for the weeks and yeah. stuff and like I just I did never heard of it and it was a unique name so I was like okay sure yeah, I'd never I, heard I, of that it was either. completely random that I found this weird t- uh, like noise electronic musician from Berlin but. Um, that album was really interesting, and like in terms of like art quality, like an album that's good and like like good good experimental, interesting space. It's not like just fun to listen to or well made or in a style that I like to listen to, which is some of the other albums this month. But that was actually a really cool like deconstruction of like electronic pop music and just like 
run through the grinders, you know, like the meat grinder. I thought that one was it's, really neat. It's super cool. And like, uh, the, <laughs> it's like very percussive, but there's rarely like a solid beat or rhythm to hold on to. Not that it's necessarily a rhythmic. Uh, it just, it seems like at it, times for, though, it feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love how it's like, the sounds of these drums seem electronic, but they also seem like they're like hand drums that were sampled or like a really cool, like drum kit that was mic'd really, really well. Um, and I don't mean well, like clean, like well, for, like good for the sound appropriate for, for the right. sound of the album. And then you get these like horns that come in. Oh, those were awesome. And so it, yeah. it almost seems like a fucking jazz band that's been beat up by like a robot that's falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's, it's dark. Deconstructed um, black midi slowed down, run through a grinder. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was With dope. Like half of it missing. So the like lyrics not. are cool because they're sort of tongue-in-cheek play on words. Like, the first song's called I Roll, but it's she's saying I roll the shittiest cigarette or something like that. Yeah. It's, and yeah, so it's, it's like, and like, to, to me, that, like aspect that sort of like tongue-in-cheek i'm saying eye roll but what i'm really saying is i-r-o-l-l right as opposed to that action like the album has this sort of vocal quality where like the words aren't as significant as the sound she makes so she's like doing these weird pitch things and squealing or screeching but then she's very can be very melodic or like i think at one point there's either a male voice or uh it's run through like a some sort of vocal adjuster you know um, oh yeah, yeah. No, there's there that there, there's definitely at least one point where uh, a guy shows up to guest vocal, and the guest vocals are listed too. I think. Oh, okay, right? okay. Well, I I just thought that the the vocals were interesting because it was like making fun of vocals, like or like not making fun, but like satirizing vocals by it becoming only an instrument. But there were meaningful words in there, if that makes sense. It was a cool yeah. album. It comes it was, off to. The vocals of it kind of remind me of the band Mo, not not M O E period, not that band M O. Um, they're known for doing like noise stuff. Uh, I don't know where they're from. They're like super obscure, though. You know, one of those like we got a hundred thousand listeners type. Sure. Of things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, where it's it it is it's uh or I guess it's sort of like like Yoko Ono. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but like not entirely, you know, because like you said, there's words and stuff like it's it's way more um, it's not quite as primitive and, and just like noises. But there are times where it's like, <laughs> you know, and you're like, well, what, what are you doing? Are you just tripping out? That sounds like fun. I want to do that. <laughs> when you don't cool. have like a, a chalkboard, you can make these in strange grating sounds yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's dope. It's, I feel it. I feel it inside of me. This album, this album makes me feel feels, and they're like unique feels. Uh, it's not like when I cry to Taylor Swift and feel like I'm um, some kind of degenerate. Or uh, I, there's uh, so many people crying to Taylor Swift's. Feels, I know, so. and I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I think it's a magical spell. <laughs> and uh, you literally have to expose yourself to it so many times before it takes hold. That's fair. Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift, I'm talking well, about. Not- maybe that's where like bands like Black Midi and stuff come in and like wash it away, so you can continue to listen to it, and then be like, "Oh, but I like." Uh, is that my is that my problem? Is that I, I like so. listen to good stuff too, like stuff yeah. that's like like musically developed, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? You're like, 
I'm I'm going through a hard time here. I need to listen to Taylor Swift play the same four chords again and again in a different order. Yes. You're like a T Swift like daywalker. <laughs> okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if like if I transformed fully, all of a sudden I'd just have like long blonde hair and a pair of Ugg boots. Do they still wear yeah. Ugg boots? They do, don't I would, they? I would imagine. Like no idea. That's pretty Sad. solid uniform at this point, I would I feel like she transcends generations too. I feel like that she's been around long enough that she like has nostalgia value for millennials that aren't into her now. And additionally have like the newer, you know, generations like hearts as well as like in between just because they were coming up when she was more of the pop version. You know, like I was well out of college and had an established music taste and I was sort of snobby by then, you know, when she was like cool and like Pitchfork was like, she's cool. 1989's cool. And you're like, right. Is it cool? You know what I mean? Because because like this person was making like children's fucking country country, pop a second ago. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure about that? I mean, 1989 uh, is cool though. So, yeah, it is. It's, it's got some fucking. It's got like six, seven fucking bangers. It's got that's that album has more fucking solid songs on it than any of her other fucking. That's albums, that fucking one that's got that vapor chill wave esque one. It's fucking pretty dope. Even I was uh, like, style. Right. I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. I was like, yeah, I, knew, yeah, I right. know what one you're talking about. I get down on this. <laughs> you know who's also kind of like that is um, but like I I've had a hard time like getting into it whereas like actually I, I found some taylor swift that i can like associate with uh carly ray jepson who oh, put geez. out the loveliest time this month and um you know what i liked it okay i was riding on the bus i only listened to it once i didn't skip any of those songs i just let it play it was fine i probably took a few too many dabs dude that was a beautiful segue considering so many people think that t swift did so call me maybe so I may as well have. I know that's the. <laughs> Oi, Dude, Carly Rae Jeps- Jepsen made a, a similar, a, a very similar album, the last outing, last, and she yeah. just yeah. makes she just yep. makes fun pop disco, modern pop disco. Yep. Disco's fun, yep. pop's fun, and she puts them together. Keep going. And she's got a joyous vocals. It's a fun album. Her 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 vocals are uh, you know, a friend our my friend Shawnee that I've been trying to get on the podcast it's never gonna happen actually I'm not trying because I gave up but uh, <laughs> fucking he always says that Taylor Swift's voice is grating and to me Carly Rae is just a little more like balloon pitch grating like nails on chalkboard but you know it is what it is because it's like breathy it. almost in the back of it sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's, like, Maybe. whiny, well, breathy, Well, it's just a little like, more high-pitched, ah. I think. No yeah. high-pitched, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's high-pitched. When she gets excited, she's all, like, way high-register, and it's it's not a, not always the most pleasant. Sort of like that one thing that you loved, Robert, this month. Uh, Corey Hansen? Pure, Western pure, Come? Pures. No, that was fucking weird. We'll I, talk about that in a second. <laughs> okay. You fuck. Which one uh, are we talking about? Pure, 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 Paris. Paris. Oh, oh yeah, Paris Perver- oh. Puris. I don't know what the name, Puris. how to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I read it as. Yeah, I, okay. Puris is probably right. I've never heard of this pop star before in my life, but apparently she is a pop star because she's been around oh, for like three years. Maybe I could be wrong. Okay. I'd never heard of her before. That's a long time for me in the ecosphere, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'd yeah, never yeah. heard of her. I put it on. I was surprised by it. The first half, I was like, this is a bop. And the back half, I was like, why did it slow down and get less fun? 
Like the beginning albums was love doing that, don't they? It sucks though. Well, it's such a downer. Do it the other way. Take me up. Well, I man. think it's because the idea, especially with listening nowadays, how many people are listening to the full fucking album? You know, sure. Yeah. So I can real. see why they're probably putting the bangers in the front, but yeah, I agree. There's no, there's no well, the, caress and, and loving of like the structure of how the album should go. Well, I mean, the back half is the B side, right? You get it right. on vinyl, yep. you listen to the side yep. A, and it's all fucking banger. And then you're like, cool, I need to calm down, and you flip it over, and you, you're oh, like, it's mash. You shouldn't need- yeah, bangers <laughs> and mash. <laughs> I mean, also, I think that the the landscape we're in nowadays, which is like something that's been happening maybe for the last year and a half or two, but maybe a little longer, where it's like there there has to be three, like a single, and then a a three um, song release right before the album comes out, like a two, like a month or two before, and so you're like. Like a couple weeks before, you get the second and third song, and they're different places of the album, and it's sort of suggesting these ones are more important. So, like, if you're a listener on like Spotify or on some streaming service, you're gonna have listened to like maybe the best songs. So then you get to the album, and it's like, I got my songs I like already. What do I need yeah. the album for? And so I feel like, you know, if you made four good songs and five okay songs. <laughs> you know, I don't I mean, know. There's a there's a thing about that too that like going back to the records, like back in the day, you would put out the single on a seven inch, and you would yep. have to fill the rest of that seven inch. You could probably fit three more songs on there, pop, you know, two minute, three minute songs. Uh, and when we got into streaming, at first it seemed like maybe they didn't really know how to do that, but then people started releasing singles, right? And for the longest time there, you would just oh, get one song as a single. It wasn't even it was like, streaming. It was the uh, iPod days. The iPod sure, days yeah, is what right, fucking right. really set that precedence for what we do now with streaming, for sure. Although right, I'd actually... content shit. I'd actually almost slightly disagree and i'd say that streaming helped bring back more album listenability than what itunes did for sure yeah 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 but that's not that's not what i was arguing though what i was the like i agree with that what i was no yeah it was just that was just a thought that came out that was to my point oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. aside aside the point that's a thing that's true too uh the when we got to streaming though for the longest time there people would just be like here's our sing here's a song from our album Here's another song from our album. And they still do that. Mm-hmm. But now at least every now and then they realize that they should put out like a single EP. Like an EP featuring a song from the album. And so I do appreciate that. I don't appreciate it when it's literally like, here's a song from the album. Now, here's the next single mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. album. Oh, but we put the other song on there too. The one you already heard. <laughs> Yeah, and the, and yeah. then you end, and then they do it one more time, and that's when you end up where you're like, I've already heard half this fucking album. Yep. I, it's been a year, and I've been waiting for this album, but I've already heard half of it. And now there better be something really fucking good on that album to get me to listen to it. The, and the music, I think some of the stuff that we're talking about too, specifically in the case of Purist, like I think that this, she's more like a buzz pop musician. So she's not like, it's, she's not, I don't think she's like one of hundreds of pop stars. There's not staying power. So it's sort of like, it, it's more of the business mode to promote an I, artist like that. So, anyways, the first we were half talking is about better Paris than the back half by a lot. The back half was like, I was like, man, like it was sort of like fast paced and like, little fuzzy guitar riffs and you know like like big bass edm shit that's like fine by me and i like actually made it crunchy and odd and that's why i liked how the simplicity of that of that album 
but the back just, half was a letdown. I just honestly had a was never in the headspace for it. And like when it come, when those songs kick in and it sounds like cheerleaders beating you about the head with a wiffle ball bat, I can't. Like yeah, I, dude, I, just, never, I was never in the mood bat. for that. So treats I'm they made it to dump. Cops got my gun. There what, was a right about now. Peak. It's time to have some fun. <laughs> the king had right. That is my name. <laughs> I know the fly spot where they got the champagne. We could just do this, Robert. You know. <laughs> like, We'll stop, but we could keep going. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I don't want to really... cut you off, so I, that's, no, no, no. I feel like... Cut, you know? cut off because we will keep going. That's the yeah, point no, you got to know. Nobody needs to hear us, like, back and forth reciting fucking <laughs> like, Beastie like Boys. Like spoken words. <laughs> yeah. Um, I appro- so what else did you like? I liked uh, the uh, Sweeping Promises album, Good Living is Coming for You. Where'd that one go? Where'd... Oh, no, that one was good. I keep hoping you're going to bring up... One of the million acoustic, soft, whispery albums. Oh, you you're expecting me? Well, you're going to be let down because those weren't the albums from this month. Well, oh, I guess one no, of them. they're not. But Sweeping Promises. One of them was actually pretty cool. Good, good Living is Coming for You was a pretty cool album. It's lo-fi. It's, it's punk. It's like punk. It's not pop punk. I hate to say that because it's not. It is more like pop punk, like post-punk. But like simple, fast, and like interesting with like the kind of cool indie attic guitar line that's like sneaky in the background somewhere. Cool little solo moments. I thought that album was dope. What? Occasional keyboard. Yeah, very Uh, occasional, but like enough to make it feel like electronic almost at points. Yep. Um, Sounds like it was recorded on a fucking cassette recorder. Yeah. 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 Not a four track, not an analog reel, a cassette recorder. Yeah. It's great. I thought that That's album cool. was cool. And it's fast. It's in your face and it's over. It's just like boom, boom. And I like that. I thought boom, I thought boom, that boom. It, it was one cut after another that just kept the pace and the energy of the album. And like there were some eccentricities that were a little like a little more out of a pop structure. And it was just a, a good listen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, that, that was fun. I liked the Julie Byrne album, The Greater Wings. That was That was one that was probably... Uh, I think you something you could blast me for that. Okay. So when we do these episodes, just so everybody knows we have a chat and we just post albums up there and whether or not they're like our favorite albums, it's just albums that we listen to. Right. So, um, Robert threw a bunch up there early in the, in the month. So many. (laughs) And a lot of them start off with gentle acoustic guitars and slowly develop with like singing, like really light whispery singing. And then they develop into like some like ambient synthesizers and pianos and maybe some like fake strings. Um, and that's yeah. fine. That's fine. It's just, there was like, like several of them um, that were kind of that, like even the like, Angelo Augustine to Augustine that album was kind of like that I felt like the uh the Brian Chadden album was kind of like yeah. that he, you know um, he's he's the lead singer from DC Fontaine which was like a big deal over the last couple of years that's why oh, I threw okay. it up there okay I didn't like that one I couldn't get into it um it's fair there was like another there was another one I can't remember which it was, um, was like, what the fuck it's Joanna Sternberg Joanna Sternberg the like Daniel Johnston oh, yeah, uh, yeah, meets yeah, Kenya yeah, Dawson. Yeah, Jesus Christ! That but that uh, that one did start off. It was kind of that way, but then as soon as you like get into it for like a minute, you're like, is this like a fucking uh, 
uh what's his name from toy story fucking uh uh small people ain't oh randy newman yeah right it's like randy (laughs) newman meets fucking daniel johnston and like i it's better it's like better played than daniel johnston yeah yeah but it's a little more daniel johnston than it is randy newman but it's very both (laughs) it's painful It's fucking she's like she's so nasal. She that's why I say Kim Yon Dawson because she reminds me of that sort of like vocal range or like Jack absolutely Jack and uh, it's not Jack Johnson. It's they were like comic book nerd dudes that made like whimsical kind of complex like balladry folk balladry. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's like that. Like nasal. Did you say Jack and Diane? Was Jack and Diane what you said at first? No, 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 no. I was going to say Jack Johnson, and then I was going to be real bummed out. Because it's not Jack Johnson. Little story about Jack and Diane. They're not Jack Johnson, and they're not who we're talking about. (laughs) Fucking, who sucks down chili dogs? Suck down chili dogs. By a tree. Oh, my God. Um... That we're one, gonna cover John Cougar Mellencamp. That's gonna be my pick for after after next month's after next month, the month after next. It's gonna Yippee. be John Cougar. You're welcome. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know John Cougar this, Mellen, hate Mellencamp quite at all. So, kidding. I don't hate you guys. So I was just saying that. Oh yeah. What? Huh? Completely ignore that. Uh, Julie, Julia Byrne. Yeah. That that was the good one. It was the good that, one. That was yeah. the good one. It's it's so it's like it's almost like pared down wise blood. Um, it's like really it feels like it feels like she like if you had you were in a ballroom you placed her in the center of the like everyone's against the back wall and there's only like fifteen people allowed in the room and like the singer is in the dead center and the instruments have been placed around her and around you like the the space feels so like big and cacophonous but then like when the sweeping strings come in and the like emotional guitar it's like it's like reverberating by the time it hits your ears it's so it was it was a cool effect and it was like i i feel like there were like five albums this month that were like like lead female lead vocals singing about like love and breakup in a very like emotional and thoughtful way and this was one of those albums yeah like yeah. like uh, in like in the way that's like you know, very detailed about how breakups are and how it's hard to be in a relationship with a human. For me, as soon as it started, I was mad at you. <laughs> I literally was like, God damn it, Robert. It's another one of these fucking albums. And then like halfway through, I was like, well, you know what? That developed really well. Like I, it doesn't just stay um, lonely, fucking emotional person at a coffee house with a guitar. Um <laughs> It, it brings in a lot of elements that I, I think give it a lot of space and um, uh, depth that I could see putting on to go to sleep or yeah. work at a very boring, quiet coffee. Hey, you guys, why are coffee shops always so fucking quiet? What the fuck is that? No, to, like, I'm like, like, ser- like, coffee gets you hyped up, right? Yeah, you're there to drink coffee and fucking go. You're there to fucking wait. Where's the fucking punk rock coffee place where I go in and like it's just fucking blast beats when I open the fucking door and they're like, you need a fucking shot of espresso. I can tell. And by the time I walk out of there, I'm ready to fucking punch nuns. It's probably in Portland, Oregon on the northwest side. (laughs) 
That's dude, bullshit. Uh, it's only three hours away. I'm going. I'm just saying, oh, like, Portland, Oregon has some some sort of ungodly amount of independent coffee shops in the 10-mile radius. It's like 3,500. And then in the entire 10-mile radius with chains, they have like 12,000 coffee shops. There are literally coffee shops on... On, I worked in a building where there was a coffee shop half a block around the corner from the coffee shop I worked in downtown Portland. So you probably hey, would find question. one there. I'm almost 100% sure. How come 90% of these places that I walk into and it's all like smooth jazz and fucking what was that person's name we were just talking about? Julie, Julie Byrne. Julia Byrne. Julie Byrne albums. Yeah. yeah, it's just that shit. Uh, and they're like, Shh, everybody be quiet and drink your fucking latte. Like, uh, click, 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 put tapping on your fucking computer and shit. Like, how come every single one of those places burns the fuck out of their goddamn espresso and they don't know how to fucking serve the shit? How come everywhere I fucking go, I get served a burnt cup of fucking horse shit everywhere? There, I live in For Seattle. $7, too. <laughs> I live in yeah. fucking Seattle, yeah. and I know... Three coffee places that don't burn the fuck out of their espresso and that serve it to me fucking properly. Are you fucking shitting me? Fuck. Fucking Co- shit. Coffee shops are a fad, man. It's like breweries, you know? Like, people it's open bad. a ton Dude, of them because they're like, we can make yeah. money because if we just make this postmodern enough. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it was bad in San Diego for a while, dude. Like, there was this high wave of, like, craft brew breweries. Where they got so you, where they get everybody the was stools. Like, oh yeah, try these like the standards down there were like you know like well the hanging stem. lights and the metal stools. Yeah, oh, Jesus <laughs> fuck, dude. There was even a place on El Cajon Boulevard called Barn that literally had barn doors. <laughs> and guess what? The name <laughs> Barn was that cliche fucking incandescent light letters with like the steel frame like no outline. thick wide bold we're talking straight up metal fucking stools up and like oh my god it there's was, big uh-huh. light bulbs inside so you know how to read now uh-huh. you can read the barn you couldn't see it before because it, it was rust- too rustic 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 textured wood and okay. fucking like st- and like raw steel beams it's so bad. The more Everywhere. Pomo, dude. Pomo, the better. The more Pomo, the there better. There's just Let's so go. many of these breweries that would pop up, and they were just garbage beer. Like, like no thought, <laughs> effort. Like, they tasted... When I There's been numerous times I was at a brewery, and it, their beer tasted like my own home brew. Like, in that sense, whereas there's that aftertaste where I always know that... Too much I sediment. Brewed it. Yeah, because I don't... Yeah. I wasn't... I was using the last little bit of yeast to get the uh carbonation in the bottle because i couldn't afford to yeah no it CO2. makes sense as, yeah you know no that's I mean? the way so, yeah, yeah make some beer exactly it's how it is so yeah well, that's how, like like you don't have a fucking you're not charging any 100 x gallon no. tank to ferment in or anything is that what you're telling me oh like, no that's nothing to do with that you can do five gallons but at the end of the day when you sure. bottle it you have like normally you'd filter it to get rid of all the sediment and then right. as you Either bottle it As or you keg do it. Open and a you would, and, yeah, let's open a brewery, guys. Because then you <laughs> can I, inject We do better uh, than most of these fucks. Uh, Our beer well, would be pr- better. Elysian? Is that how you pronounce it? They're, Elysian. Elysian. Yeah. They're pretty good. Like, there's a couple IPAs uh, they had. Uh, up. I'm real, very real picky. sad they were bought by AB. Uh, dude, so you're like talking five, to somebody. F- you're talking to somebody whose favorite breweries down here in San Diego were 
bought to like constellation or fucking i think then down to abev like it there was dude stone used to be premier quality, a premier brewery man good Stones Stone, fucking I, so they were they're owned by fucking Sapporo now. Did you know that? Yeah, Sapporo. Stone was stop selling them. your fucking brewery in the nineties and two thousand early two thousands. Like, dude, I wanted Victory. I wanted Stone. I wanted uh, Rogue. Like, those are all like the founders of their regions. Yeah. Like, they all have become so big that they're just like yeek, dude. Well, I still drink. Well, fucking weird thing, right? Is uh, I. I got to a point where some of these local breweries got so fucking hit or miss or like, like would remove beers that I actually really would enjoy that I actually went back. Uh, if I went to the store, I actually started buying fucking stone delicious again because it was fucking standard and it was a, a it decent would always IPA. Taste that yeah. And it was just something that all of a sudden now I can rely on that versus some of these other breweries that would either discontinue or have seasonal or, I mean, like it, it gets fucking weird, dude. Like at this point in day, yeah, so- like, just give me a solid fucking West coast IPA hoppy, not too bitter, but like definitely well, not too it's malty. It's also, also kind of like, uh, you guys could probably relate to this. Remember when Fat Tire first started distributing, uh, or wait, New Belgium first started distributing Fat Tire to the yeah. Midwest when we were all living there, and it was like one of those yeah. things, like, oh, this is a fucking decent fucking amber ale, right? And uh, like o- Oberon by Bell's, yeah. Back when back when I was first drinking, dude, that shit I heard was that delicious. was like hard to and it get back in and the it turned day, to shit anywhere you were Michigan but, only yeah. too. They yeah. both turned to shit after so many years because, you know, sometimes you just like you nail it for so long. You get the right harvest. You get the right things. And then I could, you try and so the it changes, day, you know, the yeah the day I saw Oberon in the liquor store in Southern California was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Was Hop Slam like, no in, in Louisiana, dude. Hop Slam in Louisiana was tight. I used to go up to Michigan. I lived in, in New Orleans from 2011 to 2019. I used to go up to Michigan with my car and drive back with truckfuls of beer because it was the only place you could get some of these things yeah, like yeah. it hadn't they, these breweries yeah, right. hadn't gotten big enough to distribute in the south so like yeah good like like fat well, tire even- wasn't big enough stone wasn't big enough rogue wasn't big enough uh the one from delaware that's that's now watered down but used to be the best uh dog he- dog head do- oh, dog dogfish 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 used to be really good it's like that was from michigan no, dogfish. No, they're Delaware, East Coast. Yeah, they're East yeah, Coast because they had the uh, they had like Whatever. the ninety minute IPA and the yeah. hundred twenty and it was really IPA. good. They were fucking good back then, dude. Yeah, and I remember having because so, I, mean, I remember trying to seek out the hundred twenty minute right because you couldn't. Oh my god, it's like limited rate. release, yeah. so hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's also one of those that like, you know, once you start distributing beer like that. You don't know how long it's going to sh- sit on the shelf. And sh- well, sure, you can put a yeah. date on there. And so, like, I've had some dogfish head that was garbage. Garbage, well, bro, garbage. That's, IPAs go fast, bro. Like, fast. I, I, am, I am the type of person, and it's going to have to change now that I'm up here. But in San Diego, I was lucky enough that there was so, like, the liquor store that I would frequent had uh, so many IPAs and they rotated their uh, stock often enough, even with stuff. Well, actually I spoke to him a couple times on some of it, but anyway, they did it enough where I would still check canned on dates and like, man though, 
I got to the point where it's like, ooh, that's two months old. Uh, I'm going to pass on yeah, that. Gross. <laughs> like, it took founders know, like two decades to re- re- realize that Red's Rye wasn't good after 90 days. Yeah. yeah it's, so it was I mean, just, it was just, you'd pop the cap open, it would be like that rusty taste that you get in a beer when it's like, it's well, been, see, that's it's where, been there too long. I feel like maybe sometimes that's some people's problem with IPAs if they're drinking from a store, right? Like, I'll say right now, that- never fucking buy a, like a case of IPA from the grocery store. It's like dusty. they are the worst. Yeah, exactly. They are gonna be that. Even me, I'll, I mean, I'll muscle through them if I fucking bought them because I'm not gonna go return yeah, it. Sure. Like it's fucking beer. Like, but still, at the end of the day, like I know that difference, and even I'll be like, oh, this is fucking way past due, just yeah. for flavor and. Like $12 for six skunked beers is sad, too. Exactly. $14 sometimes. Because it's the the limited release stuff they just keep around that they're just like, we couldn't sell it. Nobody's buying $18 four packs of Kentucky Breakfast uh, out. Stone does the Best Buy uh, beers uh, where they'll release it. And it's like, you know, it's Best Buy this date. And it'll always put it on. The 421 is always one of their favorite ones to do because you got to drink this beer before 420. What they don't tell you is how often they fucking Weed. brew it beforehand. So even though it's a best buy this date, doesn't mean it's still solidly fresh because it may have already been ex- like past its prime even before that best buy date. It's Bummer. fucking stupid, dude. Like, so you really have yeah. to pay attention. I got yeah, so annoyed. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, it makes me mad. Oh, fucking assholes! Right? It ends up tasting like Western cum. <laughs> Huh? Dude, dude, be mad at me all you want. This album was dope. I was so surprised by it. Like it Fucking but it, it, it started playing and I was like, it had all of the types of tones and textures that I would expect from right an now. album that I wouldn't like. Like it sounded like 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 uh washed up. It feels like what uh Van Fleet wants to write. But not be a ripoff from Led Zeppelin, but it's like it's like right. classic rock, but also psych rock. And I was like, the psych rock element is what really kept me going. But it's still like super nineties almost. It's almost clean when it's not being like riff heavy. It's weird. It's such a mixture of things that I should not like. But I was like, this is like the taste of the sound I want. You know, like orchestrated sound that was just like perfectly placed in spaces for me to then be like i do like this this is sort of cheesy it, but is it like the guitarist is pretty good dude those riffs are not bad it's super cheesy man it sounds like a fucking 70s todd rundgren album oh, uh todd like rundgren. these guitars these guitars are damn near fucking like john cougar mellencamp but <laughs> then like what like the tone of them you know mm-hmm. but then like what they're playing is um incredibly well thought out and complicated uh, for being like like that type of like arena rock almost or like I don't know what they called that back in the seventies and eighties that was that it's not quite arena rock it's a little more it was John Cougar Mellencamp uh fucking I don't know what they called that shit but it's impressive I can't get into it uh, this guy does work with Wand I like Wand this guy does work with Ty Seagal. Um, I like both of those acts quite a bit. And when you know that, this does seem right in lot. Like, it kind of makes sense. It matches. It settles. Yeah. It's in a different place, uh, but it's next to it. It's in the satellite of sounds. 
super interesting album that I would suggest anybody attempt to listen to. <laughs> uh, I just, I just, I just, I just, it was, um, it's a little, little, little too peppy for me. I think it little, is very upbeat. Too. It trick the thing. Ah, the tri- it tricks I, you though. What I like that I like that it it is almost a b a b, but then there'll be like a bridge or something else that like goes blends between the two parts and makes it feel like a bigger and longer song. Though there is a ten minute song, but like often it isn't. There isn't too many things going, but the complexity of the guitar riffs that they've written are interesting enough to feel like they're longer than they are and bigger parts than they are. So it like like puffs up its chest in a way that it doesn't necess- it that it earns, but it's a really small person, you know? <laughs> I don't know how I don't yeah. I don't know how to put it any other way. I, I there's also like a bit of country that comes in. <laughs> yeah, like some twang. <laughs> yeah. I just I guess Overall, I don't understand what they're going for, and that's where my problem with the out. Al- like, even when I look at the cover, I'm like, "The fuck is this? The fuck is this supposed? To- is that a giant sperm with somebody floating inside of it, driving it towards a tunnel?" I think it's a fly. A fly. Yeah, it's I think a it's fly? a fly. I think so. Oh, it's a fly in some cum. Yeah, Ooh, I think so. there you go. Go. Oh, so it's like probably feeding on the giant cum. Something like that, yeah. Like Wadzilla? It's... <laughs> I I don't know. I, I, I get... It's a lot of style that I don't like thrown together and done well. <laughs> That's the but... part. It's done well, and it's in the, like, key and mood that I uh, that I can get behind sometimes. Like, I'm not normally into country. The fact that this album has as much country feeling to it while still being almost, like, grungy and, like, it's interesting. It's, it, it's, it blends it's, yeah, these it's styles in like, ways that's really interesting. It's got a, like, Western comes a appropriate name i suppose because it has a very like flying burritos brothers type of fucking vibe to it like it harkens back to this 70s weird like southwestern rock style um that's almost country that that was out for for quite some time um uh fuck there's a bunch of these bands that i've i fucking can't think of the fucking name of captain uh Ah, oh, god damn it. They did the song Panama Red. Whatever. Doesn't matter. It was a trend in the 70s. It actually was kind of like associated with the Rolling Stones to some degree because the Rolling Stones love sounding like a bunch of fucking honkies. Um, the song Persuasion, what does that say? Architecture in this in this album. And it just so as we're talking about like oh, surprises. Yeah. It's like it comes in with like almost a fucking punk rock straightforward. And then it dies into this like I'm just singing a song to you. And then it comes back as like the bridge is the punk stuff almost. And it like but it develops more where you get these like like and like what the what were the what is this math rock? Is this fucking, you know, like these are the kinds of dudes that country. These are the kinds of dudes that play with Ty Seagal and were influenced by like 
Captain Beefheart and your dude um, Frank Zappa. You know what I mean? Like they were into like complex pop structures that then were sort of strangely inverted or adjusted or a- adding something that wouldn't normally be in that space there. Like they and like, but still can write a banger ass blues rock song or whatever. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just not putting it back on. That's fine. I it's, I. I, I was surprised by it myself. That's my point of this too is like I did not – like when I put it on, I was like this should be horrible. Why do I like this? Like I had to think about it for a while sure. and I kept putting it on. Since I put that album on like whatever a couple of weeks ago, I've absolutely listened to it like seven or eight times. So I mean – Weird. Okay. Maybe I need to give it another go and just like force myself. But I mean, I hey, you know, we you and I do have differing tastes. It just it was surpri- hey. it was so surprising hey. and it just continued to surprise. The last hey. song is dope. Hey. I like that hey. 10 minute. Hey. But hey. hey, hey, I didn't listen. I don't think I got through the whole 10 minutes. Um That's fair. It, it I sort of feel the same way about the new Travis Scott album. Oh god. That's a lie. That's just a lie. I'm just trying to push this forward. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, that You're shit right. sucks. Uh, the production was a little bit better than I think his last stuff. Perry, did you get a chance to do this? Uh, I listened, I think, to both Travis Scott like and Paris, bit. Paris, Texas. So. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Paris, Texas, fucking rocked. I was gonna say, half. can we skip over the Travis Scott? Cause Fuck it was, Travis Scott. Travis Scott was, fucking sucks. It was pretty. He's a, it's it's full of fucking like it wants to. It has these samples where literally it samples Maggot Brain at the end of the first song, and as soon as you're sampling Maggot Brain in 2023, I'm sick of your poser shit. We <laughs> all know Funkadelic's Maggot Brain. Go fuck yourself, Travis Scott. Why don't you kill some more of your fans? You piece of oh. shit. Have another fucking happy meal, you cunt. So, anyways, yeah, uh, Paris, Texas is dope, dude. That, those fucking, uh, I mean, I'd say for me, I enjoyed the whole album, but that first I, fucking, I, that first fucking half is so awesome. It 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 go. It's like it's rock and it's rap, but and it's yeah. not rock rap. You no. know, like there's a lot of guitar. And yeah, like, it's like live fucking, instrumentation. Yeah, is it? But even it felt like it. Yeah, sure. But even got the energy. album cover is super just like, you You don't think of what, like, I remember seeing this one and putting it on and being like, oh, what the fuck is this going to be? Some bro rock shit or something? <laughs> it kind of like, is. It is it, in a way, but enough where it's it, like the beats and the fuck, like they're, they're dirty a lot of times and they fucking just have this feel when it hits, uh, it it was fucking good, dude. I think these I, guys I, are Gen Z, right? Like they've got to be. I feel like Gen Z has probably. has turned emo music into listenable artistic expression. Like this is yeah. life is hard, and this is why. But from the like, it feels like from the storyline of an eighteen year old or a sixteen year old. Like it's emotional and childish in its way, but it's childishly honest and not honest in a trite way. And I thought that like in terms of its delivery, it just feels good. And like you're learning about the person that's like talking about what they're talking about. And additionally, like the style, like merging and blending. It reminds, did I say it reminds me of Brockhampton? It reminds me of Brockhampton. It reminds me of Brockhampton too. Like, but like, but like the excitable Brockhampton, not the like laid back Brockhampton. Absolutely. I just dig on this shit. 
Yeah, no, yeah, Polar beast, were both just listening to it in one headphone, just like, hell yeah. Let's put on New yeah. Whip. New Whip fucking always got me. Just like, New Whip is so fucking good. Like, the only complaint I have about this album is at the end of, like, the last half of it, it's not so much that it, like, slows down, but it does get a little more, like, what? This seems like filler. So, you know, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. And uh, there's a few lyrics where I'm like, what the fuck did you... There's one lyric where he's like, I got that Republican money or something like that. <laughs> it's fucking... It's funny, like, well, because he's talking about somebody suddenly being rich. And so, like, that's how that happens, right? All of a sudden, like, you go Republican and all of a sudden you get these donors that are assholes. And I, you suck a dick and you fucking die. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Republicans. Cunt. Sorry. Go ahead, Perry. My favorite thing uh, at the end, though, is their fucking track, Lana Del Rey, because she has a fucking track called Paris, Texas. Fuck so yeah. It's, it's a yeah. fucking pretty solid little thing that I was like, oh, shit. I'm surprised we've never reviewed any Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey, right? We've mentioned Lana Del Rey. We've mentioned her, but we haven't had... I don't think we've... Done I don't even think we touched on her ra- on her last album. We did. We talked about it. It was like p- sparse piano stuff. We talked about it a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're we right. We talked about yeah, it in the, the context of an episode like this, so we didn't spend a ton of time on it because I don't think anybody was like super lit by it because we're like not. I'm like probably the only one that really wants to listen to whispery female artists singing over an uh, acoustic guitar. I actually really like Lana Del Rey for the most oh, part. Oh, I yeah. like Lana Del Rey too, yeah. especially like later in the evening. You know, oh yeah, she's got show. like I mean I loved Amy Winehouse like I, like depending on voice and where I'm at like she's got a really awesome voice so like I hell yeah but but yeah Robert Robert you are the one usually you guys are shitting on that kind of stuff female. so I just, no I, I just a, did it a bunch at the beginning of this episode yeah <laughs> well Lana the Ray is one of the ones that I feel that she has this more when when she's like softer singing it's more raspy. And I fucking love it. not raspy. I want to say raspy, but you know what I mean. At times, like, it's definitely I think lower, that... lower register. Like, yeah, I fucking love that because everybody always tries to go high key. Like, I'm the right Carey. I can sing high like these. Right. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do the bird whisper shit. <laughs> Whatever the fuck yeah. even, I can't get anywhere near fucking. Like, what the fuck is she? I don't even think Mariah Carey can do that anymore, right? Not anymore. Have you seen those fucking Christmas special? Or uh, even, uh, yeah, mainly during Christmas, she'll come out. Because uh, she's the Christmas queen, apparently, she tried to say. Although she did make one of the biggest, most modern Christmas songs. So, there is that. I gotta say, Mariah Carey can make pretty much any claim she wants to at this point. Because... That fucking note that she can hit or could hit was could fucking hit. amazing. Um, and once you've sold that many of one song, that's been like she took over Christmas. Yeah, she can make that yeah. claim. Go ahead. I don't care. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not gonna fuck with Mariah Carey. I'm not. I'm not gonna challenge that one bit. We'll just leave. If we want to cover Mariah Carey, we can. But right now, I'm not gonna talk any shit. Okay, I'm not talking any shit about that Christmas music, fucking Christmas music, because I, you know. Remember, that used to be a thing. We haven't had one of those in a while either. It used to be a thing where we'd be like, well, fuck, they made the Christmas album. You remember that? Yeah. That was like one of our fucking qualifications of like when a band gets to the shits. Yeah. The full on like fucking Hanson. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. Funniest thing about that is technically the first album that that, uh, Circus Pig ever actually released was uh, Christmas. 
album on Bandcamp or some shit like that. Hell yeah. I love that. Hell <laughs> start yeah. off bad. Just start just, off bad. Just start off you right. You know where you're at. You know where you're at. <laughs> yeah. We'll make a Christmas album. Fuck you. <laughs> give, us, give us your money, Mariah Carey. It's the first. Make, you know what? I, uh, Mariah Carey was on the other day, and I'm sorry to to like step away from this. I'll bring this back, and we will wrap it up pretty quickly. But um, the uh, a Mariah Carey that Mariah Carey song came on, a sweet sweet fantasy baby, right? And it's fucking it's um Tom Tom Club though, right? Right, James Brown. James Brown. Remember that? They fucking played that shit on uh, Stop Making Sense, I think, even, right? Isn't it? Isn't that song on the Stop Making Sense? Like, Not they sure. Tom Tom. Anyway, uh, fucking, I, I feel like if you take that much of a song, the radio should like, or like these straight, like somebody needs to make a mashup. I need both. I can't, I can't do just one. I like, you can make your song, you can do your thing that's Dido and Eminem, that's fine, but like, you need to put Dido back in there. You know, I need you to fucking put Tom Tom Club back into, what is that song called? Fantasy? Yeah. By Mariah Carey? Yeah, I think so. I need that back there, okay? You need to put that in there. Uh, Warren G's fucking Regulators. Regulators. I, I, I need the original shit there. I need the Michael McDonald, okay? I need more of that. So, like, you're gonna have to at least splice a verse in for me. Just going forward, if anybody's you know, listening and taking notes. It, it just, it's just, it just be better. Pay a That's little fair. more attention to the original. That's absolutely fair. Because I like a both. Just give me a little bit of both. Porque la nos dos. It's like when, when I hear the Michael McDonald song and it doesn't go into fucking regulators, I'm upset. <laughs> when I hear regulators and it's, and it doesn't go into, I keep forgetting, I'm not in love anymore. I'm upset. I want it. You Fucking ass. Yeah, Stealing song. songs. You puff daddy wannabe motherfuckers. Um, I was listening to Paris, Texas while walking home from work the other day, and one of my coworkers was at the bus stop. I didn't realize it. And uh, uh, we, like, caught eyes, and I was totally, like, rocking out. And she was, like, uh, like an ambulance was driving by. She goes, I thought you were totally, like, vibing out to that ambulance siren. And I was like, it worked really well in this album, though. you like, like I It was. really did. <laughs> The shrooms just that, kicked in. Is that so in the album? Very... No, no, no. No, I mean, no. like, asking that question in the moment. Oh, yeah. Is this in the album? I've done that before where I've, like, taken my headphone off. I'm like, no, it's not. Oh, or, well, yes, it is. Especially for sirens and shit, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of times I've had to, like, I've been driving around and have to pause it and be like, is that a fucking emergency view? Oh, all right. That's the song. Was, was that? Was that a new whip? New whip, new whip, new whip. <laughs> uh, anybody got anything else before I just rifle through some of these just to mention them real I'll, quick? I'll, I'll say, I'll say um, one more real quick. I enjoyed the nineteen late nineteen fifties, early nineteen sixties Beatles cover band Cutworms. I enjoyed that album. So. <laughs> oh, like yeah. slowed down nineteen sixties Beatles songs. I was like, all right, sure, why not? I had fun with that album. It was, it was like the guy was like. Jonathan Richmond and fucking Modern Lovers is cool, right? Why not? I'll just play that on a guitar, <laughs> and there it is. We're done. The, I, I enjoyed get, it though. It was it was I like it wasn't the it. best album, but it was it was a fun listen. So 
I don't think that they're they're a bad band by any means, and I I agree that like it's it's probably a fun listen. I couldn't get into it. I would recommend it. You know, not recommend it like you gotta listen to this. But if somebody was like, "You ever heard Cutworms?" I'd be like, "Oh, go go ahead and listen to some Cutworms. Sure. They got some solid shit." Um, not really for me though. Even the cover, even the cover of it's yeah. like, okay, Jonathan Richmond, I fucking get it, dude. You were in something about Mary, and nobody remembers that fucking movie. There's something like this. About Mary. <laughs> Jonathan Richmond's dope. You guys know the song uh, Lesbian Bar? And I was dancing in a lesbian bar. Oh. Yes. Oh. Song's so good. So fucking good. Modern Lovers fucking rule. Um, there's some questionable content in some of those songs, <laughs> but, you know, it's from the 70s. Uh, what was I doing? I was going to... Yeah, that. Cutworms. We're rifling through shit now. We're going we're gonna to do the quick ones. You ready? You ready? Yeah, yeah let's go. Go. You guys remember when Guided by Voices put out an album last year and the year before that and fucking three of them before that or whatever? Yeah, yeah they put out another one. There it is. It's 1997 again. Woohoo. Um, <laughs> speaking of 1997, anybody ever heard of uh, Tetra Bush? Or is that the name of that? Or Bush Tetras? Bush Tetras? Yeah? No? No? All right. Well, they put out another album. They've, they've been around. They show up. I think they toured with Nirvana and shit like that back in the day. Uh, is it, uh, that's 1997. Cool. Probably more like 1993. Um, let me go up to the top of the list here and just start running. Bedroom. B-D-R-M-M. Pretty fucking interesting listen, actually. Maybe not my favorite. Maybe not anything I'm going to come back to. Uh, I'd suggest checking it out, though. It's got some progressive glitchy shit happening to some degree within its fucking format uh i found it interesting i found it interesting same with the japanese house mm. these are both artists that i don't know very well at all um robert suggested them so thank you robert for bringing me these new things that are just kind of mid yeah they're I all do right like them and i i like their style i i think they're really good they're really good albums just like their place and time and maybe not something that's going to get a lot of repeat play um Anony? I don't know what he's. Yeah, yeah, him, Anthony and the Johnsons. I think it's but this them. This is a Johnsons album. I think it's them. It, yeah, uh, I loved this album. Yeah, I loved this fucking album. Fucking uh, their voices. This album so good. And and like so unique to a point that even when the music seems like something kind of generic that you might just hear in like a. a, a <laughs> piece of media somewhere like in the background like a romantic movie or something um the voice is so unique and always has been that it just really delivers this uh this album's emotional this album had me in tears this is fucking really good album i'm gonna come back to it Mm -hmm. uh but i didn't really get a lot of time with it so maybe i'll come back to it and hate it uh same with pg pj harvey i'm not a pj harvey fan (sighs) i didn't really dig into it it seemed like a good album not my thing uh, Pale Hound, also good album. Little Dragons, I enjoyed. Modern pop that throws a the kitchen sink at the fucking idea of being like almost a pop jam band type of neo funk, neo soul, uh, weird electronics. I like Little Dragon. I think this is probably one of their better albums. Um, Will Haven. Uh, it's like a noise core band, hardcore, melodic hardcore. Like they fucking run the gambit of metalcore, all the shit, all the fucking metal shit. 
Uh, I found this album very entertaining. It's their first one in several years, so it's super cool. Uh, for metal, if you like that type of thing, if you like noise core and what have you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking firing these out. Hold on. It's not Sepultura. Re-released Morbid Visions and uh, the other one. I don't give a fuck what it's called. Uh, it's it's the guy. It's the brothers from Sepultura re-recording their first albums as Cavalera Conspiracy. Oh Jesus! Yeah, fucking hilarious. Just fucking hilarious. Can we please do something about this? Can we please let them be Sepultura and make Sepultura change their fucking name? What a bunch of fucking douchebags. You can keep playing your style of progressive death metal all you want. Just change your fuck change your name to used to be Sepultura. Nobody cares. You're only doing this shit to play fucking festivals anyways. Fuck you. Um where the fuck was I? Uh Evil. I'm only bringing this one up because if anybody knows who that band Evil is, uh they're like thrash metal. They've been around for like a few years. They did some like Pretty straightforward thrash that I kind of enjoyed. And then they put out this album that literally sounds like the fucking Black Album. It's fucking Metallica's Black Album. What the fuck? Who's still doing that shit? Who wants to make that? And at the same time, I'm kind of impressed that you did that. Like, it's just like, bad move. Good for you. Um, Blur sucks. Oh, shit, yeah. Really, yep. Blur sucks. Blur fucking sucks. He's like, how do we make this Blur album... But still make it sound like the gorillas. Uh, I don't know. Let's work on it for 20 how years. How do we make the last Blur album that was released in 2004 or something and mix it with the most recent, like, studio equipment that we used for the most recent gorillas album? <laughs> At least it's not covered with fucking guest appearances. Um, is it? I don't think so. It might be. I didn't check, really. It's not like Snoop Dogg came out of nowhere and was like, you got to pay me. L- you know, L- fucking LBC. <laughs> like, I want fuck? that pizzle. <laughs> What's pizzle? Which pizzle? The pizzle with the dizzle. Like, no, Snoop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Words. Come on. Hey, Mark, I didn't Mark say it with Stewart. an ad. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the mizzle. The mizzle stizzle. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I love it when people ask Snoop to talk like that. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> What's your fucking deal? Like, shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> Why would I talk like that? I do love that about Snoop, even though he is a fucking criminal piece of shit. Yeah. And a fucking a millionaire and just like an awful <laughs> yeah, bad person. Bad person. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But he's I a know. charming bad it's... person and everyone loves him. Agreed. <laughs> um, Andrew Bird put out an album that I actually kind of liked, but I didn't get a lot of time with. It's interesting to hear Andrew Bird do an instrumental album that still has vocalizations in it. Whistles um, and some oohs and ahs, but the oohs and ahs I still feel like are far, few and far between. It's like the ending will be like some sort of moody voice sounds. Uh, Andrew Bird loves to do that thing where he makes the fiddle go like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and then as the fiddle's going, do-do-do-do-do-do, he's like, with his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, he it, clearly at this point, it's like, it, I mean, I think it's always been loop pedal stuff, but I feel like he's played with bands, but I feel like at this point, it's just loop pedals. Like, my guy's just, like, layering himself eight times over a song and then turning loops off and making new ones, which is cool, which is one a of, cool product, and it's well, cool that was to see one of the, my f- Other than Squirrel Nut Zippers, that was one of my first exposures to uh, Andrew Bird was early YouTube, people being like, you gotta check this guy out. He plays the fiddle, and he loops it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he sure does. 
I've always oh, liked Andrew that. Bird. He make I, I enjoy some of his stuff. I I won't knock him. I don't. I find a, I have a hard time finding diamonds in the rough with him, but I really do enjoy him as a musician. I think his skill is is top notch. Yeah. Um, sometimes the songs leave a little to be desired. Sometimes there's like concepts within the albums that are just a little too far fetched for me. But whatever. Um, Ms. Moore put out an album. It sounds like droney black metal. It's great. Go for it. I don't care. It's not that great actually, but it's an album. Uh, I'm only bringing this one up because I love the band Oxbow. Oxbow is a great band. This album is far from being a great album. It is the worst thing that they have produced. Fuck this. Go listen to any other Oxbow. Um, there was another one that I really, really, really wanted to bring up. Greta Van Fleet. It's just the shittiest fucking band. I think their drummer is tired of it because every single one of these songs, the drum beat sounds like it's lifted straight out of when the levee breaks. Snare, big ass snare. I'm going to hit this cymbal and then I'm going to hit the snare and then I'm going to hit the cymbal. I'm going to hit the snare and this snare is going to sound like it's in a giant hall. It's going to play. It's going to echo back, but deeper, you know, deeper, like like a gunshot in a hallway almost. And like, we're going to do that. And then you guys are going to suck. Just suck on top of it. I like, I feel like they didn't even try to write this fucking album. They're just like, let's just, you know, let's, let's play when the levee breaks in a different key. I can't see this band ever transitioning and becoming some sort of uh interesting act like i just see them getting worse like just be the cover band you want to be and like go play at local bars but like the fact that their stadium size is frustrating i felt like i was just gonna say the same thing that at one point they are just gonna resort to being a fucking cover band so this next song's by rush and then after that we got a led zeppelin one coming up guess what guys we're gonna get the lead out we're greta van sleet (laughs) <laughs> Red Van Fleet? Yeah, whatever. Whatever, I, whatever it is. Whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care what their fucking name is. You know, this, the, the, I think what makes me most upset about Greta Van Fleet, um, other than the, like, I feel like they bought their fan base. I really do. I feel like somehow they managed to buy these people. I think I went to no. a bar the other day and somebody was wearing the shirt and it's like, did somebody, you know, pay you to wear that? I just think it's just that free. fucking rehash reboot mentality, man. Like these people wearing well, it probably there's a good chance maybe they're not too familiar with fucking Led Zeppelin or Sure. Who knows? Bro, they're I from guess, they're guess. from Frankenmuth, dude. They're from Christmas Town, so like I, They are spoiled little fucking yeah. Caucasian fuckheads. It's so that annoying. Mommy and Daddy bought them a yep. fucking van and some equipment and were like, I love it when you play Led Zeppelin. Keep playing Led Zeppelin. They're like, but what if we wrote our own Led Zeppelin? My point was what pisses me off the most is that arena rock and and then like extension like progressive rock, 70s rock gets shit on. And a lot of times there's good shit yeah. within that dad rock genre, right? Oh, hell yeah. But it gets shit on real hard because it was a, a trend and it got overplayed and it's on the radio all the fucking time. And so when you try to defend it, but the only modern thing that you can really point these people to that like a very simplistic first chorus structure with a bridge that has a guitar solo is Greta Van Fleet. And it just, it's so fucking bad. They do nothing. Send them over to Corey Hansen this month, dude. Western come time. Squirker. There we go. Yep. But they wouldn't like that shit. Um, there's not a lot left here. Quick, 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 quick. Clientel was what dope. What was it? What was the clientele? I am not there anymore. Was dope. Baroque pop music. It's like British 
well orchestrated like you know harpsichord and shit and it's like there's some very experimental moments it was an incredible album i enjoyed it you might not, i didn't i didn't get to get through it very much i remember fair. kind of liking what i heard but i didn't have time they've for been doing this so forever much. though like they do this well and they've been doing it and this album isn't like some grand departure it's just like an extension of their au revoir, and they've been doing it for long enough where they like have nailed it and they will continue to they don't release often either cool. so cool yeah, well, fuck it. Let's call it that. Let's, cool. uh, that's it. That's it. High Pulp put out an album, too. I don't like them. Uh, that's, anything? Anybody got anything? No, nah, man, I think... Nope. That's, that's the roundup. We rounded up. We that's wrapped the, up the fucking roundup. month, bro. So, that's it. You guys got some things to go listen to if you want to or not, uh, depending on which one of our hosts here you're listening to. Maybe not. Did you just call us hoes? Um, <laughs> we are not hoes. Hosts. hosts. Uh, hosts oh, like of the different. holy ghost um next month <laughs> is suksi and the banshees yeah 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 Susie sue uh so probably not just the banshees probably going to listen to those creatures albums too and we're going to check out maybe a movie that she's involved in um so that's like two weeks from now though huh or a week yeah you like we're doing the movie the movie we're doing the movie week, in a week and then the Album will the albums will be two weeks from then. What was that movie called? Jubilee. Jubilee, I think. Yeah. Jubilee, I think, is what we're trying to watch. As long as we can all find it, uh, I think it's on HBO. If it's Fucked on HBO, movie. then you mean Max. Yeah. Max. Yeah. My bad. Max. Uh, what the fuck is that? Hey, it's better than. Why fucking, does Max? It doesn't matter. It's whatever they did is nothing in comparison to fucking Twitter. X, don't give it to you. You mean X? Like, let's just take the entire fucking branding for like a major brand that everybody knows. That in fact, nomenclature. Like, like, you talk about Meta, <laughs> Twitter. Like, you know how much that shit. There's oh, fucking tweets and everything Threads. are literally in dictionaries because of where that went, right? Let's just throw all that brown branding out the window because he had a hard on for X.com since he worked with PayPal. So dumb. So fucking weird. And then they so, suspended the X videos. Did you see that? They suspended the account on Twitter for X videos. Oh my God. <laughs> because they're trying to use Why that is he... for an extension for a video platform on their platform. But they already have that. Yeah, and I like... know. And they like stole multiple uh, other businesses own the copyright to calling something X already. And they already took away the handle for some dude that owned at X since like early two thousands or, or two thousand what ten or something eleven. Do you think he's just gonna keep the site up? Like even after it's long gone and it's just like Elon sycophants talking uh. about how much they hate women. Ugh. Like, do you think he'll just keep paying just to keep it up? Army of incels that like go there. Well, yeah. that's the only thing I could think is, I, I, it's just it's insane. Like, because uh, it's dead, it's done. That shit is done. Well, the way that they're trying, nobody to, wants to go on there. They're literally like strong arming companies, being like, "Oh, if you want to actually be on here, you need to pay us even more in ad revenue." And they're like, "Uh, no." <laughs> Right, that's the fucked up part, and like that's the only thing keeping it running at all is you're you've got these fucking companies that fucking like what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing, you fascist fucking twit? 
Why you got to be so fucking mad that Grimes went and got a fucking trans boyfriend or whatever? Dude, like, it all started when they didn't choose his sub idea to save those Thai boys. Well, pedo guy. Oh, you mean when guy. he was trying to blame somebody else for being a pedophile so yeah. nobody would realize that he's a pedophile? Oh, yeah. You know that whole the thing. The classic tale. That's, that's what, I mean, that is what happened, too. So, the man is a pedophile. I'm positive of it. I don't have the fucking proof to hand you, but I'll make the claim, just like you made the claim about that guy. Yeah, and got away with shit. it. What Who the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Sue me, X. Even in the courts, it Elon came back X. Like, well, X is going to give it fucking, to you, man. <laughs> give what to you? Like a fucking test tube, baby? Some publicity so your shitty fucking electronic fucking music career like pops up for a half second? I'll take it, actually. Sold. Elon, what up, homie? Hey, I don't even mind that you fuck kids and exploit your labor. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was about to type that, but then you said that, and I was like, all right, well, that's incredible. <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit. What an absolute piece of shit. Your cars don't even fucking work right. They're like bombs driving down the road. Self-driven down the road. Self-driven. In a way that people say should not have been cleared for the road. Is he just a psychopath? Is he fucking murderer? Is that it? Is he just like, fuck it, I'm going to kill as many fucking people as I can today. No, I think In the weirdest way possible. Word of the street is, back when he was like with PayPal and other companies, there was people higher up that were able to tell him no. And mm. now he's in a position where nobody tells him no. Right, and everybody and like, like jerks him. Put off. that child porn. Yep. Put that child porn back up on my website oh that my I paid God. too much for. They fucking. Uh, anyway, I think... is he fucking up just for the publicity? Like, I don't get no, it. He's I don't want to. He's get not it. smart, and he thinks he is, and he's he's he proving he to smart. the world yep. that he is not, and over and over, and he cannot do anything else but double down because he's a narcissist. Yep. So whatever. Hundred percent. What a fucking cunt. Yeah. Fuck that. Guy. Guy. I like cunts. I don't like him. Man, fuck him. And you know what? I hope Glitch McConnell drops dead soon. This has been Is It Worse Than 311. Fucking go look at our websites, trashpitcity.com, isitworsethan.com. Sometimes we update, sometimes we don't. You could look at trashbugs.com even. I haven't touched that thing since 2021. But sooner or later, there's going to be some new comics. It's going to be fucking great. Give me a second. I'm going to Mitch McConnell. <laughs> turtle. Turtle. Toot toot. <laughs> export.